This is Glenn McQuaid. And this is Larry Fessenden. And you're listening to... Tales from Beyond the Pale. The podcast. Ah, listener. I'm glad you're still with me. I'm glad I'm still with me. Almost lost a finger to that shape over there. He's been very moody of late. I'm very excited by the tale I have for you today. From a real veteran, an auteur of the genre, director of Body Parts, 100 Feet, Bad Moon, writer of Near Dark, The Hitcher, and author of novels White Knuckle and It Waits Below, to name just a few projects from this prolific talent. Eric Red adapts his own ambitious short story for audio, and the results are, well, the title speaks for itself. Here, then, is Eric Red's Little Nasties. Oh, Bethany, you look like a queen. Look at yourself in the mirror. That's right. Queen. So sweet. That's perfect. Now toss that blonde, gorgeous hair high atop your head. Bat those butterfly eyelashes over your violet eyes and pucker those full lips in a cute pout. That ribbon in your bee's nest hairdo is such a pretty bright pink. Now, let me see you give a saucy wink. Now, there you go. Honey, I just know you're going to win the pageant this year. Thank you, Mommy. This is our time, Bethany. All of the training, all of the dieting, the driving through all those towns in Nebraska, Oklahoma, South Dakota, those crummy, crappy hotels, your homeschooling, it's all about to pay off. Because tomorrow, it's the crowning of the Grand Supreme. You know what that is. Only the best of the best have made the finals. And that's you, baby. It's finally your turn. Mommy, why do I have to wear these flippers? Well, honey, every little girl has to wear those plastic teeth veneers. It enhances their pearly whites. We want your smile to be the best it can be, and you have the cutest little snaggle tooth loose. But when you win the contest and get the $3,000 prize money, I promise you braces are the first thing we're going to spend it on. So, we got to get going. Get your coat, honey. Time to leave. to me about those shoes, Bethany. You knew they were in your closet. I didn't lie, Mommy. I forgot. Well, I know you've been making up fibs so you don't have to go to the pageants lately. And you know what? It's been driving me crazy. Today you lied about the shoes. Last week it was the baton you couldn't find. I don't know. I feel like you've been making up all these I'm not excuses. Lying. Well, you just don't realize how lucky you are to be going to these pageants and how much I would have given to have been in your shoes when I was your age. I know, Mommy. You always tell me. I was a beauty pageant champion when I was seven years old. And if your grandpa hadn't come back from the Gulf War in a wheelchair, well, it's not his fault, but I would have won the crowning of the Grand Supreme. But honey, you're so much more beautiful than I am and so much more talented. I just want you to have what I could have had. Is that so bad? Where's everybody, Mommy? 
Gee, it's the right place. That's what it says here. It's almost sundown and most of the parking lot is empty. How weird. Hope the event hasn't been canceled after all we drove. Lately, they've been scheduling these competitions past the munchkins' bedtimes. But, you know, I don't make the rules. We're at the right place, all right. Would you look at that? The whole lobby is positively festooned with gold and silver garland. Oh my gosh, confetti, glitzy gloss, and glamorous ribbons and bunting. Oh, and there you have it. The crowning of the Grand Supreme, spelled out in letters, made of spray-painted paint gilded flowers, 15 feet wide on the whole back wall. Where are all the girls anyway? I don't know, honey, but I'm sure they'll be here. And hey, if not, you'll win by default. I should be so lucky. Now stop that. It's going to be great. Let's get you checked in. Can I help you? Bethany Knox, here for the competition. Uh, sign in here, please. Good luck tonight at the crowning, Miss Knox. Bethany looks so beautiful, like a little angel. Here's your passes. One for you and one for you. Oh, thank you so much. Now, what do you say, Bethany? Thank you, I guess. Now, go right through those lobby doors there. That's where the pageant is being held. There's hardly anybody here yet. Can we go home, then? Stop with that attitude, Bethany. You've just got to be excited to be here. Look how fabulous this place is. Right there on the back wall, they've got that ginormous banner hanging up that says, the crowning of the Grand Supreme. And all those great big cotton candy letters flowing with flowers and ribbons. It's 10 times bigger than the one outside. See how that rotating disco ball on the ceiling makes all the cascading lights so it looks like we're covered in diamonds and showered with glory? And right over there on the stage, just look, that beautiful pink polka dot glass sparkle set they built for the pageant. I swear it looks like a Miss America toy Barbie glam dream house. And soon, you're going to get right up on that stage there in the spotlight. Are you paying attention to me? or even listening to a word I'm saying. Baby, when I was a little girl your age on the beauty pageant circuit, this was all I ever wanted. You don't know how lucky you are. Being here gives me the chills. Look, look, honey, I've got goosebumps. I got goosebumps too. Cause it's freezing in here. Brr, why do they have to have the air conditioning on so cold, mommy? Well, you got a point there, sweetie. It is colder than heck in here. Bet you it'll warm up when they get the stage lights up, though. Look, there are the judges now. Testing, testing, testing. Place sure ain't empty now. Geez, I had to put my arms around you so you didn't get trampled just now. Look at all those little girls. There must be 50 kids in here. Where did they all come from? I swear they got on the glitziest beauty pageant wardrobe and makeup imaginable. I'm going to lose. Not one of them as pretty as you, though, or as beautifully dressed, or as talented. You know you're going to win, sweetie. You say so. Those girls really, 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 really pretty. Well, we're going to show them all a thing or two, like we did the last time. Weird thing is, though, I don't recognize anybody. Do you? May I have your attention, please? I'm Mr. Plush. Your head judge. 
welcome one and all to the crowning of the Grand Supreme. And the pageant wishes to congratulate all of our amazing and talented young contestants who've worked so hard to get here. We will begin in 15 minutes. Parents, it's time for you to take our fabulous contestants backstage and get ready for the performances. Girls, we'll call your names in turn. You will come out on the stage to razzle-dazzle us, shining like the stars you are. Toodles! Good luck! Now it's time for you to go backstage and get ready, Bethany. You know parents can't go back there, so give Mommy a big hug. Kisses. You're going to amaze everybody. Just follow the other girls and go right behind the curtain through the big back door. I'll be right here waiting for you. Bye, sweetie. Please, sorry, I didn't mean to bump into you. Hi, I'm Peyton Palmer. Bethany, Bethany Knox. You're very pretty. I haven't seen you before. I love your dress. Thank you, you have the nicest hair. Can I touch it? You and me are going to be best friends. Me and my other friends, here they come now. This is Constance, and this is Sally, and this is Alice, and this is Luann, and this is Brie. We're besties. Girls, meet Bethany. Hi, Bethany. You're pretty. Thank you, Constance. You're pretty, too. Who do you think is prettiest? We're both prettiest, I guess. I'm Luann, and I'm prettier than you, Bethany. But I really like your hair. I want to feel your hair. Don't you want to feel her hair, Sally? It looks like candy. I want to bite it. <laughs> Why would you want to eat my hair, Sally? That's weird. Would you guys please stop messing with my hair? My mommy spent two hours fixing it. If you were prettier than me, you know what I'd have to do, Bethany. What would you have to do, Constance? If you were prettier than me, I'd have to pull your face off and wear it. <laughs> Stop that, girls. Leave Bethany alone. I like her. Come here, Bethany. Closer. I want to whisper a secret in your ear. If you beat me, I won't be angry. Not at all. But you won't beat me. I've won the crowning of the Grand Supreme every year. Isn't that so super duper? Showtime. And for our first contestant, please give a great big hand to Constant Cushing, who is going to perform tomorrow from Annie. taken? My daughter's competing, you know. Thank you. Sorry to interrupt your guys' conversation. Luann made me go out at 5 a.m. this morning. Peyton was ripshit pissed at me, and I was just trying to do what she told me with the dress, but I didn't sew the sleeves right. I'm such a stupid cow. Constance said that I messed up her hair coloring, and she was so mean to me. You don't know what she's like when she gets like that. If she doesn't win something tonight, it's going to be my ass. I just do what I'm told. <clears throat> uh, oh, uh, look. Peyton's wagging her finger for you to come to the stage, Dot. Uh, you, you better hurry. 
Peyton looks mad about her dress. Oh, goodness sakes. Oh, I'm in for it when I get home. Mm. Hurry, Dot, hurry. And don't talk back to Peyton this time. Hi, y'all. I'm Heather. My little Bethany's in the show. What are your names? Janet Cushing. My daughter's Constance. I'm Mary Udell. Luann's mine. Uh, Herb Winters. They retired. Formerly in uh, pharmaceuticals, but uh, I had to quit. Uh, you see, I had to, uh, had to give all that up to be 24-7 on Team Sally. Goody for me. Go Team Sally. Sally, that, that, that's uh, my, uh, y you know, my, she's the... Uh, your daughter? Yeah. So which are all your girls? Hard to miss. They're always together. You might even say inseparable. That's our girls over there hanging out together with Peyton Palmer, the queen bee. Constance is the redhead. Sally's the brunette. Luann has the black hair. Peyton's the blonde pale one yelling at poor Dot. Pardon me being nosy. I mean, I don't mean to butt in and pry, but you all sound like slaves to your kids. Now don't look at me like that, like you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm sure you have great kids and all. But the tail don't wag the dog, people. If my Bethany behaved like that with me, I'd tan her behind. No, I'd never do that. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't dare. My little Sally doesn't uh, believe in spanking. She warned me. She did, my, my wife. I, well, I, I mean, my, my, my poor de, uh, departed wife. She, uh, she spanked Sally once, uh, just, just that one, one, one time, and uh, well, Sally Bitter. If you don't mind me saying, your wife should have taken a belt to that child's backside. Uh, no, you, you don't, uh, you don't understand. She, she couldn't. Sally bit her. What the fuck does that mean? Oh, no, she didn't. Did you see Peyton just slapped out over there? That little girl just struck her mother. I never- Her mother knew better. She what? Geez, I need a cigarette. These folks are cray-cray. No smoking sign, crap. Well, nobody's here, just a quick drag. Close the door, Mother, so we can get this over with. God, don't make me do this, Peyton. Mercy. Please. I... I made a mistake, that's all. Down on your knees. But somebody might be on the stairs and might hear us. Nobody's here with us. Just us. Hey! Is anybody on the stairs? Hey! Anybody here? See? I told you. We're all alone. Nobody here but us chickens, and I want to see you cluck, Mother. Get out the razor blade, Mother. Such a pretty, pretty razor. So sharp. Here's the razor, Peyton, see? Good. You know what to do. You know what bad mothers have to do. And you've been a bad mother. Please. I'm sorry. It, it won't happen again. That's what you said the last time. I told you it would happen this time, didn't I, Mother? Nod your head. 
Open your shirt. Yes, Peyton. Show me your tummy. Here's my tummy. Look at that fat tummy. To think that I came out of it. All those pretty scars have healed so well. Nobody will ever notice one more. Use the razor. Make a new one. Say, I've been a bad mother. Oh, I've been a bad mother. A very bad mother. Good job, mother. I won't even take a sip this time. Now put on a band-aid. Yes, Peyton? Now, let's go back and win me the Grand Supreme. Don't disappoint me again, or the next time I'll make you use that razor on your throat. Oh my god, these people are sick! I've got to get Bethany out of here right this minute. She can't be around these nut jobs. It isn't safe. I'm her mother. I'm a responsible parent. Decision made. Grab Bethany, get her stuff. Do not pass go. Jump in the car and go back to the hotel. Fuck the crowning of the Grand Supreme. Well, but on the other hand, Bethany will be so disappointed. She's worked so hard. She's this close to winning the crown. It's all we've ever wanted. And the entrance fee, well, it is unrefundable. The show, it'll just be a few minutes. Bethany will be on stage and do her performance, and then we can leave right after that. Half hour tops. What bad can happen in 30 minutes? Can't quit now. We have to win. Everybody give a warm hand to Bethany Knox, our glitz champion from Nashville, who is going to perform her incredible baton routine. Hello, everybody. My name is Bethany Knox, and I want to thank my mommy, who I love for being so great. Now, here's my routine, and I hope you all enjoy it. Yes, you do. Wave at Mommy. You look so wonderful up there. You did such a great job. I'm so proud of you, baby. I'm just so proud of you. Oh, my God. You are so cool. Hi, Peyton. Thank you. Gee, what's the hug for? We're going to be best friends forever and ever. Look me in the eyes and tell me you don't feel we'll be besties. I am looking in your eyes, Peyton. What's wrong with them? Why are you looking at me like that? I need a pee. Watch where you're going, young lady. Is anything wrong? Excuse me, Mr. Plush. I have to use the bathroom. Is anybody in here? Bethany, I know you're in here. I'm not going to hurt you. It's me, Mr. Plush. Oh, you're such a little tease, aren't you, Bethany? Putting on lipstick and batting your eyes and getting the men all excited. That's why I love judging these beauty contests. You may be little girls, but you know what you're doing, being all sexy. You juicy little girls. No, you want it. No, I want it. 
I know you're in one of these stalls with your pants pulled down, Bethany. Don't be shy. You don't have to pull your pants up. I'm just gonna pull them down anyway. Hello, mister. This is the girls' bathroom, and I don't think you should be here. You, you won't tell anybody, will you? I feel sad. Will you give me a hug? Why, sure, princess. You bet I will. <laughs> Yummers. <laughs> Bye, Bethany. You think I don't see you hiding, but of course I do, silly. I know you were watching us. Next time, you can play too. Next time, it's your turn to feed. Totes. Toodaloo! Mommy, I'm scared. What's wrong, honey? You did great. You won't believe me. Trust me, after some of the stuff I saw today, I'd believe almost anything. <sighs> okay. Those other little girls are vampires. I saw them kill Mr. Pudge in the bathroom. He came into the girls' bathroom after me and he was gonna hurt me. And I hid, but then Peyton came in and the other girls too. And they had fangs and they all drank his blood and made him dead. They're vampires, Mommy, I just know it. Just like in the movies. And I think they want to make me one too. Please, let's go home. Vampires? That's your biggest whopper yet. Do you think I'm that much of a dumb cow that I would believe that story, young lady? Mommy, it's true. They're vampires. I'm not lying this time. I swear! Well, I don't believe you and you're going straight to bed, young lady. No TV. for just one hour, the final ceremony where they announce the winners, Bethany. But all you want to do is go home without even showing up to see if you've won? Why are you doing this to me? Don't you see, honey? I want you to have the good things in life. I do it all for you. All I ever do is live for you. I just want you to be happy. I don't want you to bend up like me. I'm sorry, Mommy. Everything's gonna be okay. Oh, baby, we don't have to go back to the hotel, and you don't have to do the ceremony if you don't want to. I know you don't want to, honey, and it's just me pushing you. That place is a very bad place anyway. Come on, Mommy. Tonight's the crowning of the Grand Supreme, and I'm going to win and make you so happy and so proud of me. We better get ready or we're going to be late. 
Honey, you're dressed like a princess, but your eyes, they're so sad. Let's go, Mommy. Here we are. Look, here's Peyton and Constance. Where did you two come from? You girls startled me. Hi, Bethany. Hi, Mrs. Knox. You better come with us, Bethany. Gosh, honey, what did I do to deserve a big hug like that? Are you okay? Oh, sweetie, I love you too, but... I know this is what you want, Mommy. I'll be a good girl and never make you cry again. Bethany, where are you going? Wait for Mommy. Come back, honey. Don't look at me like that. Bethany! Hold it. Hi, Mrs. Palmer. Mother, you're standing in the way. We need to get into the changing room. The show is about to start. You three aren't going anywhere. Why are you blocking the door? Let go of Bethany, Peyton. You too, Constance. Get your hands off that sweet little girl. Bethany is one of us. Not yet she isn't. And she never will be. What are those in your hand, Mother? You know what they are, don't you? Gee, I don't, Mother. They're a hammer and a wooden stake, you evil little bitch. This has to end. (laughs) I'm free. I'm free. Mother... Everyone knows the hearts on the left. Ah! Oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Knox, roll. I'll get a new mother, a better mother. You murdered your mom, you fucking little monster! You shouldn't say bad words, Mrs. Knox. It isn't polite. Come here, Bethany. It's okay. Hold on to mommy. I've got you. I'll protect you. Now close your eyes. Don't look. I'm gonna get us out of here. Janet, what the fuck are you doing? Open these doors right now. Are you crazy? Let us out of here. Your children are fucking monsters. Get away from the door, Heather. Don't interfere. We should have done this a long time ago. Open these doors and let me and my daughter out of here. We can't. We have to keep them in. Mommy, I'm scared. Your kids are going to kill us. Not if we kill them first. What? Like I said, we should have done this a long, long time ago. Now! anymore, baby. Janet, look out behind you. gonna win any beauty contest now. Duck, Bethany, I'm gonna shoot the chain off the door. Cover your ears, sweetie. We are so out of here. Run, baby, run! 
I hope you enjoyed that. I'll tell you who got a bit riled up during the climactic sequence. Shape. He went batshit crazy, in fact. Careening around the lamp room like the little nasties themselves were after it. I worry. Well, maybe the shape has outgrown this place. What am I to do, dear listener? I've grown used to having it here. I've grown accustomed to its face. But I fear it's grown restless. You have just listened to Little Nasties, written and directed by Eric Red, and featuring device talents of Jill Zarin, Jack Ketchum, Ella June Conroy, Sophia Ann Caruso, Hannah Cheek, Akalia Quintana, Helen Herbert, Sarah Bulis, Demi Mills, John Sparadakis, and Chris Scotchdepole. Casting by Lois Drabkin, CSA. Edited by Jacobo Penza, sound designed by Larry Fessenden. Recorded at Digita Audio by Jeff Hinton and mixed by Tom Effinger. Additional sound effects by Jeff Hinton and Jacobo Penza. Music supervisor, Eric Kay. Music courtesy of The Diner. Little Nasties was produced by Larry Fessenden, Glenn McQuaid and Jem Wexler. Copyright, Tales from Beyond the Pale, 2015. An embittered auteur encounters the young filmmaker who has been cannibalizing his work. A game of cat and mouse ensues. Cannibals by Joe Maggio. Featuring Vincent D'Onofrio and James Legros. Only on Tales from Beyond the Pale. The Podcast.